Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Saren. We're your Spider Baby hosts from To Know Her Is To Fear Her, a Spider Woman podcast, as well as proud members of The Collective. You're listening to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. Sit back and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And uh, yeah, we're back. <laughs> yes. and we, we're here to do one of Ray's picks. One of Ray's randoms, I think, as you as you coined, yes. Connor, um, on social platforms. And I said... Uh, I'd rather not do something from the nineties, and Ray chose three issues. <laughs> not not only from the nineties, but the same year. <laughs> in the were, they some, were they the same year? Yeah, they were nineteen ninety four. Okay, to be to be honest, I was uh, look. I I went through a whole heap. I went through Comicsology. I went through. I scrolled through fifty of their pages, all the issues, wow. and literally, I, I I picked what I picked what I thought you know. Appealed to me cover wise, and none of the others jumped out at you. No, I, I picked a whole heap, but the ones I did pick uh, that I didn't send to you, I had a little check, and they were nineties ones, and there were a lot of them. Uh, and then the other ones, I thought, oh, stuff it because I was a bit under time pressure, so I was just kind of going through. Uh, right. so I was like, oh, okay, how about this one then? And then I send that to you. Not bothering. I just did a quick scroll. It said Comicsology, um, and it was date of digital release. Unfortunately, that I looked at, not the date of release. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's a two thousand release. Oh, there you go. Um, and you're like, no, no, <laughs> pretty that's... retro two thousand. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like, oh, that's ninety four. And then I sent you the other one. I think it was a Walt Simonson cover. It looked really cool. Who was on it? Um, at Superman, oh, there were some some doozies. And then you you uh, responded again, Ray. That's another <laughs> that's another nineties one. I tell you, yeah. I think I I know my favorite decade already, Connor. So yeah, I mean the the reason I vetoed nineties, I blackballed it, so to speak. Mm. Um, you've, you've hindered me. You've hindered my yeah, picking well, ability. I just, I just didn't feel like the nineties. Okay, the 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 messy. Fair enough. Artwork, the the just super interconnected storylines. Um, oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> and uh, God, uh, and plus all the stuff Ray chose, I couldn't figure out if I'd read before or not. Yeah, so it would be driving me nuts. <laughs> well, also as well, like uh, and and funnily enough, we'll get to what you know what I did eventually pick, but I was mindful of because there are many that you see on the front cover. Yeah, you know, this is part four of five, or this is part yeah, six, yeah. and I didn't want to pick something that was part of a, a multiple-issue story, right? I was trying to pick something yeah. that was kind of one-off, which I'd done before in, in my previous pick with those um, two 90s ones uh, that we covered some episodes ago. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this one, unfortunately, does have a little bit of a connection to <laughs> to uh, to the rest of the story. Uh, but yeah, for I me... Mean, it is the third issue in a 2000... 14 series i know i know but like the the main if i can just justify myself here the main reason i did pick this was it's on the front cover yes zod returns so we're doing uh superman wonder woman issue three by charles saul 
Yep. Zod returns, and there's his big bloodshot eye in the middle, and I thought that's that's screaming to to raise Zod to pick it. So I had to pick it. Yeah, um, I I really like the cover. Mm. Good art, actually. I really enjoyed the art. It's yeah, it's, the art in this arc is really good. Uh, Tony mm. S. Daniel does yep. the art. I believe he did the cover as well. Yes. Oh, it looks. Um, like, yeah. yeah, cover artists. Yeah, Tony S. Daniel. Uh, and then there was a bat or something. Yeah. It's like a, a variant, which is kind of funny. Um, oh, okay. Just, uh, um, you know, I'll, I'll link it to you in the chat. And, uh, and so just while you're doing that as well, again, listeners, the other reason why, I mean, not to say that I always look out for it, but, you know, um, I've got an interest in, in Wonder Woman as well. Mind you, Connor, the, the other one I, I think I sent to you on the chat I wanted to, to cover, but I found out it was like the last part of this saga. It had Superman and Hawkman and Hawkgirl. And I thought, oh, that would, uh, be, yeah. that would be very interesting. And that was definitely not 90s. That would be quite interesting. But um, um, it, it was part... I think that was 90s, actually. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> it, looked, it looked really old. Are you sure? Um... It looked like in the 80s for me. Um, but it, uh, but it was part, let me, it was part six of, let me see if I can, I can. Oh ask. yeah. That, that, there, that's Hawk... very late eighties. Yeah. That was action in a... comics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that wouldn't have been a long arc though, right? Like it says, uh, oh, Shadow War. Sh- yeah, Shadow actually, War. Yeah. Yeah. Me. The epic conclusion yeah. climax. So I didn't want to pick a, an issue that was the climax of something that we had no idea what was going I'm on. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't go with the mummy issue. The two-parter, because yeah. that, that's in the John Byrne run, and like all most of his issues are good. Yeah, um, but oh, it's a bit of a weird one that one. But th- this is a this, this is, is a good. fine issue too. Yeah. Um, and we get Hawkman in it as well. So <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, so I guess background like this. So I believe this was when did this get released? So this is in the New Fifty Two. Um, so this is like the big reboot after post-crisis around 2011 where we had a younger Superman mm-hmm. by about 10 years from the norm. So he's like, I guess, early 20s. Might have been mid-20s by this point. Okay. Um, February 2014. Yeah. And this this was uh, Superman, Wonder Woman team-up run, yeah. uh, which is neat. Uh, you know, I'm not... I'm like, uh, as people know, I'm not huge into Wonder Woman, like her mythology, but I don't mind her like as a character sometimes. Yeah. And well, I liked this run yeah well there's a big thing about this which i wanted to get your thoughts on as well um i guess we'll get into it it's just the the main relation, oh, yeah. the relationship between the two but we'll yeah oh yeah yeah you'd think it was a fall of Rome, the way people were going on oh you can't pair superman with one woman you know for these yeah. it's like uh i don't know man like it's to me there's nothing wrong with exploring yeah i thought you had different... i thought you i thought you didn't like that anyway um, I'm fine with it. Okay. Like, I, yeah. you know, there's nothing wrong with exploring a relationship before Lois Lane, you yep. know? Yeah. I mean, especially because in post-crisis, Clark got with Lois Lane really quickly, yep. like in a, in a, within a few years, and then they got married really quick and they've been hitched ever since. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like, oh, okay, let's explore something new. Yeah. Um, and these two haven't really been like a couple before this in continuity, like they... They yeah. had, like, Kingdom Come and stuff. Um, and a lot of people were angry that it wasn't, like, Batman, Wonder Woman, because of the Justice League cartoon. But, mm-hmm. yeah. funnily enough, the reason they were in a couple of the Justice League cartoon is because Bruce Tim didn't want Superman and Wonder Woman to be a couple. Yes, right. Yeah, Which yeah. is, like, well, that 
that doesn't mean you have to make Batman a one to one. Yeah, I know. I know. It's kind of like a knee jerk. And like reaction. I've been watching, I've been watching Batman as he he gets with everyone, Batman, Gah. and it just feels like the writers are vicariously living through him. Like it feels oh, yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> like, it feels weird. It doesn't feel yeah. natural. And yeah. I was watching this Tana episode, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. But remember, you know, remember uh, that other um, we we covered two like one shots in the nineties. And one of them was when Wonder Woman and Superman went to meet Thor. Yeah. Um, there that, was, that was 2000s. Two, yeah, but there, there was underlying kind of... Oh, no, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. There were, it, it seemed to be. Remember that they were getting together? Yeah, they lived a thousand years. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, I, I was just remembering in my head, but at the beginning, you have those um, citizens of joggers going, oh, look at those two. Oh, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, something... Yeah. That- people like talk about yeah, the reference yeah. now and then yeah you know but it's not like um i mean in that in those mummy issues uh superman's dreaming about one woman at the start i think oh wow because he hasn't really met her properly yeah so he has like a crush on her um right. this is before lois saying, and then there's yeah there's an issue where they go on a date and they decide they're not right for each other but right. you know um yeah so uh this couple like i it's a bit of a underpants thing for me. I guess. I guess I can. If this what do you mean like underpants? Permanent... Bit of an underpants thing. Well, just like how stupid it is that people get so agitated oh, over okay. the underpants if they're there or not. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, if this is like a, if DC are like, this is going to be it forever. Superman will be with Wonder Woman forever. I'd be mm. like, oh, well, I mean, that kind of sucks. But yeah, it's you know, people, I don't know, people just freaking out. But I guess again, forever, think, like. So you'd be you'd be angry if say they were together for like maybe two three years and then they finally break up. Would you be? I'd, man, I just I wouldn't care. Like, okay. I mean, yeah, like they that's what kind of happens here. They were together for about two years and then oh, were they for the whole? Okay, yeah. You said what did you say? Five years for New Fifty Two. Yeah, but this this is like in the middle of it. This is yeah, 2018. Okay, okay. until the end. Started. Oh, were they together from? Just till the end. Uh, well, they kind of broke up. Okay. A little bit towards the end of this run, and then I think they briefly got back together. Then he died. Okay. And then, you know, the the squiggly wine I drew in that chart I gave you happened, and oh, okay, right. <laughs> the Superman's merged, and their relationship wasn't a thing anymore. Or it's like I don't know if the canon is like they never dated or they used to date or something. But um, yeah, who knows? Whatever. Uh. Yeah. Again, I think, you know, it's a lot of people just hate change, but mm-hmm. pre-crisis change to post-crisis. You know, there's a lot of yeah. change there. Explore new things. I but mean, there's always going to be, like, there's always going to be things that, you know, that writers will try and do to shake the tree. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just, it's, it was more the New 52 thing as well. Yeah, fair uh, enough. I mean, if any, and if, if this, sorry again, if to butting in, but if there's any forum, you may as well do it, you know, in this new announced kind of uh retelling right yeah it's kind of a clean slate it, it's you can anything goes yeah i guess there was too much people there were like yeah. freaking out but um the the other thing is like uh, look the nifty two made some really shitty changes to right. a lot of characters that was that still that still hold true today or not really i don't uh, know but like well, the, what's people what are people complaining about i don't understand but uh, superman himself i think came off really well outside of like scott lobdell's run uh-huh and like maybe Jeff John's Justice League, like he came off really well and he just has a bad rap. Uh you know. So Scott Waddell's run was really terrible. But um 
Yeah, so it's like, and then Rebirth came and it restored everyone to, oh, it's comfy post-crisis again. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, like, conservative dad Superman back. And it's just like, oh, man. Um, not that he was dad Superman before. You know, that, that that was a Rebirth thing. But still, it was like, yeah. I don't know, Rebirth, Rebirth for Superman, for me, felt like a big regression. Right. And a sign of, like, things that are wrong with the fan base. Okay. Um. But on the other hand, like the the Tomasi run with John was fine, mm-hmm. as in like that did explore new things. I uh, really I didn't like how some of that was handled, but that was more on the Jurgen side of things. But anyway, it's it's oh. a it's a mess, and <laughs> you know it's now as we have it now the current state of continuity now like I don't mind it. It's sort of um, everything is sort of canon i guess which is more an approach i like than trying to you know do strict reboots and stuff and figure out yeah what's canon what's not canon and like i've I've talked about it before like if you have issues and storylines devoted to continuity they're just not going to hold up yeah um so i'm glad they've just kind of like now they're just kind of rolling with stuff from what i can tell like Phil Kennedy Johnson's run and stuff, like they reference New Fifty Two Superman and Post Crisis Superman, like it references everything. Yeah. So, you know, obviously it doesn't line up with a ruler, but like, it doesn't need to. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I'm just looking at your the um that variant cover that you sent. Yeah, that is a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Anyway. <laughs> it's yeah. They, it looks like they just had sex. And well, it looks like a romance novel cover. You, you know, it just reminds yeah, me of not... Fabio. Wonder Woman's looks really weird in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the front cover, so we have Superman and Wonder Woman side mm-hmm. by side, and then we have like a rift in reality in the middle, and we have Zod's Zod's sort of glaring psychotic agog. Yeah, Zod agog. Um, so yeah, this is issue three mm-hmm. of the run. So, like a lot of things, these were sort of written in trades. Mm-hmm. Um, but this issue, you know, I think can be read without you being super lost. Yeah, I, we'll I mean, it. I wasn't, I wasn't super lost. So, yeah, I mean, I, I granted, I acknowledged that there were things that were going on before, you know, yeah. that had been going. But you know, you just write it, you go with it. And this this run is probably the best thing by Charles Saul I've read. But mm-hmm. like, that's not really speaking to oh he's written so many amazing things i think yeah. his run on this title i think is like good you know like it's a consistent 6.5 to 7 yeah like it's enjoyable it's good i've been tempted to pick up the hardcover trade of the first six issues yeah. i keep seeing that oh, i mean the um, art, i mean from this issue alone the art um really does you know aid that as well yeah you know, in, in making this a, an enjoyable read I mean, it just, you know, it, it has, like, films pop up, the character rea- interactions are good enough, you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's nothing well groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. But, you know, I, I quite like the way he writes uh, Clark and Diana, I guess, mm-hmm. together. I I liked their relationship for the most part. Maybe not in Justice League, but in this comic, I thought it was, you know, good. Yeah. Um I mean, it's different to what Lois and Clark's was before they got married. Um, that had a bit of... Yeah. I mean, know, but like, 
I mean, this this uh, also this issue as well. I mean, oh, this is the only issue that I've read from this, but it, it kind of clearly establishes, and I don't know whether it's done before, but the differences between Wonder Woman and Superman, like yeah. just the inherent differences that make, like you see it with um, it's right from the opening. Um, are, are we going to get into it, or should we? Should we get into it? Like, yeah, well, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So where should we fly to? Let's fly to. Uh... Let's, can we fly to the dark side of the moon anyway? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up, 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 up and away. And away. on the grave of his parents to rid the city of the evil that took their lives. By day, he is Bruce Wayne, billionaire philanthropist. At night, criminals with cowardly and superstitious laws call him the Batman. Are you a fan of the Batman and all things Gotham? Well, please join me and my co-host Will Hellfire every week on the Capes and Lunatic Sidekick Podcast for We Are The Night, the Batman Podcast. Hey listeners, why not check out these other great Superman-related podcasts and accounts? The Best Superman Fan Twitter account, at Talking Superman, covers all topics. Hosted by Adam and updated daily, it's a great source of discussion. The Aspiring Kryptonian, headed by Tasman, Ashley and Evan, is a newer podcast, but has all the expertise and fandom you'd want in a Superman podcast. Last but not least, the Krypton Report cover both Supergirl and Superman on screen, as well as in the comics. James and Tyler are top blokes and well worth a listen. You can find details to all of these fine groups and podcasts in our show notes. Alright, we're here. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold, it's dark. Yeah. It's good to brood. Yeah. Um, so there's this whole plot. I can't remember, I can't remember who this chick is. Because uh, it's been it's been a couple of years since I read this run, yeah. Um, but you know, basically, word will week of Superman and Wonder Woman being an item. Mm-hmm. Yep. By the end of it, yeah. We start off with Clark talking to Bruce um, because Clark tussled with Apollo last issue, and he sort of got supercharged by yeah, like him. So already, like when I was reading this, it's kind of okay. Something's happened, uh, but you pretty much get the the gist of it in this one page. And that and that's it. You don't really need to know more. I mean, Clark's shaking. He's obviously on the dark side of the moon by himself. But you know, he he talks with Batman, and yeah, they kind of work through it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Superman and Batman have their own book at this point as well. They're they're a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're talking to each other. And is this? 
yes, what, Superman flew around the Earth a few hundred times? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that 300 was a, times. Another little display. Trying to burn off that energy. Yeah, yeah. display of his power, just to, you know, to, to give you a sense on how, you know, how powerful he charged is. Charged up. Char- yeah. yeah, he's charged up. So he's, it's kind of like he's pepped up on, you know, some sort of <laughs> adrenaline. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he he just yeah no basically so no he he just confides in in um in Batman about this, um, and I guess it's not until the next page that we we get a flash to to Wonder Woman's side and she's doing something that I guess yeah. shows her and establishes how kind of out of touch she is with uh, with Clark essentially because he grew up as a human. Um, and human culture, but human culture well. in yeah yeah. In, so she wants to do uh, give give Clark a nice gesture. Um, for Christmas, I guess it's in the lead up to Christmas, uh, and her friend, who's also from Themyscira, I can't remember her name. Hesia, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's been on it. She's just kind of, I think she's been on Earth a bit longer or something. She's got more experience than Diana at this stage. Yeah, and uh, so she kind of tells, you know, it's not really about what you give him. It's it's like the thought, you know, um, behind yeah. it. So I mean. You know, I guess speaking to, like, my initial reaction of Superman Wonder Woman being a thing and reading this book, I I thought it would be really dull. Yeah. I thought they would just be written dully and they'd just be two, you know, sort of powerful people in a relationship. But then I, you know, I thought their relationship is, is written pretty well in this. I was surprised. Um, and I think a lot, of, a lot of naysayers that I run into online haven't read their run. Mm-hmm. They just don't like the coupling. Yeah. And I guess I didn't like the coupling initially, but again, it wasn't something I was like, you know, tearing my hair out about. I was just like, oh, that's lame. Yeah. But um, again, I think they're written well together, how different they are and, yep. you know, how they sort of meet in the middle and reach out to each other and stuff. And mm-hmm. they have some really awesome moments with Swamp Thing, like 30 issues later, but okay. it's a lot of fun when he pops up. Yeah. Um, so and it's just... You know, moments like this about the Christmas shopping and stuff and exploring both yeah. their relationships to humanity and each other's cultures. Yep. I think I really enjoyed. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it shows their, their side. I mean, because as you say, I mean, they're both super powerful, you know. Why not explore where they're inexperienced, you know, what, what they need to learn? Yeah, uh, the coupling isn't about their power levels. No. Um, and, and it's you know. very much showed as well, like, so... Clark is on the moon because, you know, of being supercharged and stuff, but he has also uh, concerns and thoughts about his relationship with Diana as well. So, again, it's not so much about him being able to, as as Batman says, um, punch punch the moon into dust, but yeah. it's about his, I wouldn't say, it's not weaknesses, maybe just vulnerabilities of of, um, of his insecurities of of this relationship and and that's a really cool thing to explore i think what charles Saul has done exactly as you say you know it, it makes these characters uh a lot more intriguing in that sense um they're not yeah. they're not invincible in that sense yeah yeah um and i think batman kind of highlights the difference between uh one Tormen and clark is that clark was raised human yes that's right you know like Clark thinks of himself just as an ordinary guy who happens to be capable of some exceptional things. Yeah. Whereas Wonder Woman sort of, you know, she was raised exceptional yeah. and believes it's the natural order of things. 
And so um, this is and this is great for me. Like again, reading this issue, as, as I mentioned previously, like this sets out basically the characters of those two. Yeah, uh, and, and interesting. And, oh, yeah. sorry, go on. No, no, basically, yeah, no, that's it. And just the the differences between the two, and kind of it kind of just announces why they are kind of working through why they're having these concerns or or um they're not sure about you know how they had work. But Batman just yeah. he he spells it out and and it's very clear. So I, I like that that it's kind of announced quite early on in this issue. Yeah. Um, and uh, funnily enough, a bit of trivia: when they went on that date in the late eighties in the John Byrne run, I believe it was Superman Annual mm-hmm. One, maybe. Um, you know, this was the reason they decided just to be friends mm-hmm. because she they went to Olympus and they fought some gods and Superman's like, you know, uh, I really don't like, he, you know, Superman really doesn't consider himself a God. He considers himself just a dude. Whereas Wonderland considers herself a yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the difference. And that was the reason they did not decide to okay. hook up. I think just that fundamental dis- difference in how they see things and how, like it, there was no animosity or anything. No, no. You know, but it was it just, Yeah. And they're sort of highlighting that again here. Yes. Uh, but there, exactly. there are a couple here. But they're also both a bit younger here, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, leaning on the older Bruce, <laughs> you know, or Clark yeah, yeah, at least. Bruce, Bruce yeah. is definitely older in this, Yeah, uh, from from my recollection, anyway. Yeah. And, um, and also there's a reference here as well, kind of like, so Superman fought Apollo, but there's also this reference of uh, this is why Superman was a bit worried because uh, they apparently fought Doomsday as well, which I'm imagining yes. happened. Uh, and so Clark is very concerned, like, you know, Diana could have died and, you know, and that was part of the thing that Bruce responds at, like, you know, well, she makes her decisions. She's not exactly a damsel in yeah, distress, I mean, you know? Exactly. And so it's you... also part of, like, the job, Yeah, exactly. Again, um, again, setting up that that thing of where she comes from, what her station in her life is, as opposed to yeah, Clark's, which he rightly so, of course, he says, "Oh, Doomsday is my my um my enemy," kind of thing. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you know, if they're together as well, then they share their then, enemies. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're in a relationship, I guess it's a kind of similar thing. It's not, yeah, you don't you don't butt out of someone's thing because then they they deal with their problems. If you can help, you can help. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the conversation between Batman and Clark's, you know, it's decent. That was good. good. Yeah, um, I think Soul did a really good job. I mean, when I first turned to that, well, the first two pages, um, and arguably the, the first page, oh, sorry, the second and third page, arguably the first three pages are chock full of dialogue, <laughs> you know? Oh, they're very, very full of dialogue. I remember but- turning to the pages going, oh, okay, Chucky's kind of really unleashed here. Um, I but guess, I guess at this point in the run, like yeah. you kind of expect it. Yeah. Um, but it didn't feel like, a hind- I, it didn't yeah. feel like a hindrance as well. I didn't like go, Oh God, this is dense. It, yeah. It, it pretty much spelled out stuff. It was good. It was, it was good dialogue. And I guess it, it's also about like, I'm, I'm not one who picks up a romance book and reads it. You yeah. know, this just had Superman on it. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but like, this is very much, it's a book about these two characters, mm-hmm. yep. but they're in a relationship. So there's yes. going to be, you know, lots of talking. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah, definitely. There's going to be a lot uh, there's, of. There's lots of talking in Batman, Superman as well, but it's yeah, yeah. I guess I guess it's about their relationship too, but not quite. You know, not quite the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, uh, but uh, 
you know, I'll, actually, that, that's something I'd like to cover some days, that the New 52 Batman Superman's really good. Okay. Um, I have those, all those in hardcover. Um, how is uh, how is Batman... Uh, Greg Pak wrote it, actually. Okay. Well, yeah. how, well, how is Batman kind of different in the New 52 than, you know, before that? Well, uh, to be honest, I have not read any Batman New 52. Okay. I've heard there's good stuff there, but the only Batman I've read in New 52 is through Justice League and Batman oh, okay. Super. So you don't really get a sense of... I mean, it's usually the solo titles, right, that you really get the meat of the character. Ba- so- Batman and Superman relate to each other a lot more in their comic, though. Yep. Um, because they're both they're both younger and they both lost their parents. Yeah. It's in like you know Clark lost Jonathan and Martha, so mm. they're both kind of like alone, have yep. that sense of loneliness. Okay. Um, so they they get along a bit more and relate to to each other a bit more than they do in Post Crisis. Yep. Um, in fact, like I guess that is it. The the Batman and Superman are actually. It's a team-up book, but a lot of it is about exploring their characters, funnily enough. Yeah. And how they contrast with each other and stuff. Um, you know, a bit, a bit less focus on the villains, I guess, from Williamson's run and more focus on those two. I mean, mm-hmm. Williamson focused a lot on those two as well. He did, but... yeah. He managed to get the two in there, yeah. Um, yeah. The dynamics, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, the first arc is good because they meet they meet um, older versions of themselves. Oh, okay. Were similar to kind of post-crisis, like the Kents were still alive in that reality and stuff. And mm-hmm. the, it, it's all interesting. Um, okay. We'll get cool. to it someday. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jay yeah. Lee does the art in that. It's very oh, kind yeah. of dreamlike. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Zod. <laughs> Zod in North Africa. Yeah, look, uh, ad- uh, admittedly, when I first saw this in the subsequent pages, uh, um, <laughs> I did start... I mean, again, wary that this is in the middle of the arc. I, I did feel a little, a little lost as to okay, what's happening? What, what did he? Why has he got? You know, where is he? How, how did he get here? Um, and this, these few pages are largely word balloon awesome. loss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're good. They're great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I loved it. Um, there's a bit of, you know, quite. Extreme violence. <laughs> oh, yeah, one. he crushes a dude's head. Oh, um, gosh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, again, just my inquisitive, I guess, thoughts of this is like, you know, how the hell did you get here? What's going on? You know, I, I felt like I lost a little bit in that, and that's obviously what happens when you jump into an issue three. Yeah. But it didn't it didn't last that long. Like, once Martian Manhunter arrived, uh, I was like, oh, cool, okay, there's going to be some sort yeah. of... There, there is something going on that I can't quite remember what the main plot was that's sort of throwing villains around but there, there's something happening there but it's not really important for this issue yeah well it's, and, it's uh, only it's only because that first thing we see of zod it doesn't even show that he gets zapped there or anything he's just there you know it's like he's with, yeah sorry yeah he's like he's in without, a mindless rage and then he just yeah yeah and i think without him crushing that guy's head mm. that's an important moment because without that you might believe him you know he might be fully sympathetic yeah, but yeah, that establishes no. This is a bad dude. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. You know, when you think, oh, maybe Zod's like good in this, or maybe he's more sympathetic in this. No, yeah, yeah. Just you have to remember that part where he crushes the dude's head, and then you're like, okay, no. Which is you know, which like, is weird though. Sorry. Go on. Which is just weird because later on we see how he's so compliant with Superman. Well, that that's what I mean. Like yeah. that's how you know he's kind of acting. Oh, okay. Well, I I. I didn't. Um, 
like I, I, you know, I knew he was quite mean, but like he seemed like he didn't know, like he seemed genuinely confused as to where he was, what he was doing, um, and I guess in his nature, he was. I mean that. You know. But that 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 shows it right in it, his it nature. It does, yeah. But uh, then it didn't. I don't. Know, it just didn't seem to me that he was scheming when he, you know, was was put in the zoo with Superman and and he thanked him. So thank you for this. He seemed think, very passive about it. He wasn't really. Well, that, that's what I mean. It's like that. That's why I'm like, yeah, I would believe that. Yeah. If he didn't crush that guy's head, if he didn't show his nature, you would okay. believe him. Um, and I mean, spoiler. He's a bad egg in the next issue. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, yeah. I mean, well, honestly, I I had forgotten that he crushed that head by the time we got towards the end uh, of this okay. issue. So, yeah, I was just, you know, maybe it's me being a Zordonian. <laughs> I gave him the benefit of the doubt, but anyway, um, even him looking at like the what is that like a vulture or a hawk yep. eagle, like him looking at the predatory bird and mimicking it to mm-hmm. fly. I think it's yep. a very good introduction to Zod, and it's mostly wordless. He's got the blood on him, like it's really really good sequence in this so what, issue so what is happening because um, like this well this sequence i must admit then slightly confused me because he sees that bird and he, he it looks like he attempts to fly but he doesn't seem to have a grasp of it and then yeah. he seems to fall before he gets yeah. hit before he gets hit by martian manhunter so um i don't know is he depowered is he is he like under the influence of something or is he he's kind just of... gotten again it's been ages Yep. Like a couple of years since I've read this, but I believe he has just gotten out of the Phantom Zone. Yep. Yeah, yeah, which I... So I, that, I that's why that. he's sort of disoriented. Just Yeah, okay, he's a bit disoriented. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because he, yeah. wants, he wants to get Feyori out of the Phantom Zone. And, yes, that's right. Yep. Um, she's she's quite disoriented too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Because he's heading towards this, this city. It seems like he's falling towards the city, but... He gets kind of ambushed, kind of by uh, Martian Manhunter, who incidentally, I think, looks absolutely kick-ass here in uh, with the artwork. Uh, I, I just love yeah. that kind of uh, hero shot of him uh, and Zod. Um, and uh, actually, at the end of the last issue, yep. uh, issue two. Oh, sorry, I'm just cutting. Yeah. Uh, we do have camels in the desert. Then we have like a streak, and all of those men and camels getting absolutely butchered, and then Zod's in the middle screaming of the desert. Okay, so, so that there's this... also that set up as well. Yeah, okay, right, um, right. So yeah, this is this is continuing on from that, I guess. I, I uh, guess which I... means he's even more bad news. <laughs> yeah, which I guess then again, this is this is um, a detriment of not not reading the whole arc of the previous two issues because again, honestly, if we had more time, if you had suggested this like a week or two beforehand, yeah. I would have said. We could do these first six issues and review it as a trade. Yeah, yeah. Um, but since we kind of chose this, I think like three days beforehand, I thought that's nah, yeah. not enough time to sort yeah, of. Yeah, fair enough. No, um, exactly. Because um, I believe like the the last the rest of this story arc is about Zod. Okay. Um, Maybe we. I mean, we're doing this one issue. I mean, we can always return to the, this whole arc. I think this would be. Oh yeah, there's something. Something it'd be else quite, in the future. Yeah, it'd be quite good. But I mean, I guess. Now, having said that, because uh, we do see him in this issue, he's surrounded by corpses. So, um, but yep. you don't you don't get that impact because you don't see him doing all that. But I guess, as you say in issue two, it's a pretty cool introduction. It's yeah, like this sort yeah. of exactly. whirling dervish. Like you don't really see what it is, just cutting through all these men. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, um, yeah, but yeah, he fights people. You sorry? He fights people. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, 
Yeah, no, so, I mean, and here he fights, it seems, as well. Like, so he, he swats, um, does he swat him away? Yeah, he swats Martian Manhunter away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you get these other go- other dudes. Hawkman was the only one I really recognised, and I I know Steve from Wonder Woman, but I didn't realise he, what, is he just normal in this, or has he got... Steve Trevor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got he's... a suit or something, or... He's like a, I can't remember, but he's like, um... Like he's not superpowered, but he's like a liaison between, yeah, so I believe like, the government and yeah, superheroes okay. in general. So, so he's from like, what I remember, okay, so he's kind of like Nick Fury. He's, he's a human. He's just got he's just kitted out in gear. Yeah, the, I mean, he's, he's not like a spy master. No, no, no. But I mean, like, I'm just thinking he's he's just a human here. Um, oh, he's so just he's, a dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's pretty ballsy to you know go up against Zod. But I guess you're surrounded by Hawkman and. Martian Manhunter and this other dude who I don't know at all. Vibe, how could you not know Vibe? Vibe. Right? What is seriously? Is he meant his to... powers? Oh, his powers are around ama- vibration. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, seriously. He, well, he's a D-lister, isn't he? He's been around since like the eighties. Okay. Uh, honestly, this is I've when I saw him in this, I had to look him up, but I've yeah. probably come across him before. Okay. I know he. I think he's in the Arrowverse. I think that's where he's big. Okay. Uh, there's probably a bunch of vibe fans listening, going, you know, tearing their hair out. So, look, if you want to, if you want to drop some vibe on me, then seriously, has vibe uh, ever had a title himself? Um, I don't know. Uh, let me. I, I don't know. He I've debuted never... in okay. JLA. I've never like seen the JLA. Him. He was created by Jerry Conway. He's great. Love Jerry Conway. Um, and Chuck Patton. Uh... Vibe. Well, he's got pretty cool, like. Richter powers to me, so. Oh, he he had a Justice League of America's vibe. Oh, so, oh wow, okay. Uh, so that, that was Feb two thousand thirteen to December two thousand thirteen. So maybe this was coming off just after that. Okay. Um, the peak of, of vibe interest, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> when he got his hey, head. I mean, he might he might be cool like this. You know, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Just it's just. But uh, I guess just compare. It, it is funny though because you have Martian Man after Hawkman and then yes. Vibe. Exactly. Know? So I guess yeah. that that's why we're having a bit of fun. Yeah, um, absolutely. No, no, of course he, he's amongst he's amongst kind of top tiers. So. Yeah, I mean you know borderline Superman level sort of. Oh yeah. On that sort of end of the spectrum, flying strength, you know. Oh um, yes, yeah, yeah. On that, that, yeah, yeah. In the power spectrum, I meant, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. But vibe vibes all over Zod. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? he really it doesn't does. do anything though. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem to do anything at all except some kick some dust up. Um, it's not until you leave it to old uh, old Martian Manny. Which is yeah, this is cool. He heats up the glass or uh, the sand, the sand. glass around him. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. I thought, and it was a nice effect because it looked all kind of cloudy and bubbly. Um, the glass, yeah. But seriously, is that gonna? That would not hold. Like, I guess they don't know he's Kryptonian, do they? Do they not? Do they? I can't remember. They. I don't think so. They don't yet. know. Yeah, they don't know. It's only until. Yeah, because Super- I'm pretty sure Superman tells them. Yeah, right, Superman but... and Wonder Woman when they turn up. Yeah, so they don't know because, yeah, because uh, that definitely won't stop <laughs> him. This is great when um, so he's got he's got Martian Manhunter on the ground after he's broken out. He's like super speed punching. Yeah, I was Mar- generally worried for Martian Manhunter here because yeah, that could have gone bad. But the yeah. the funny part for me was like when he. Hawkman just smacks a mace in the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't do anything. <laughs> he says enough. I mean, because he's pretty souped up right as well. I've, I've read he's durable, he's strong, right? 
Zod. No, uh, Hawkman. Hawkman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, super he's, not, he's not Kryptonian level, but... Um, no, but he's strong enough. His yeah. appearances I've read, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he is strong. He's yeah. strong, and I'm assuming that, yeah, that mace is, I mean, it's spiked. But, uh, yeah, I mean, does, it looks like a painful mace. Yeah, well, it does, um, no, does nothing. It does nothing to, to Zod. Um, and actually, incidentally, I do love... Is this is this your typical... I mean, I have seen Zod elsewhere, but I like this uniform that he's got. It's good. It's a lot this, more I mean, armoured. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot more um, almost, I'd say, either like knight-like or like regal-like. Um, yeah. Just because it drapes across your shoulder... I yeah. don't know whether that's the usual. Yeah, look. no, it's a good look. Yeah, um, I can't, I can't remember like what his appearance throughout All Infinity Two was. He didn't appear heaps, but he he kind of he still has a similar kind of look now from what I remember in that Batman Superman run. Yeah, well, that's what I was measuring it against, and it, it is a little different. It's a little bit, yeah, a little, a little bit more Superman-y yeah. kind of spandexy. Um, this is definitely a lot more armored and heavier. Um, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah no, it looks, it's looks cool. Looks, it's a good look. Yep. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah uh, so he doesn't. Uh, luckily, I felt happy for Hawkman that he gets uh, Zod gets lassoed before anything could happen because you know if he did that to Martian Manhunter, I'm um, sorry to say, as much as I'm interested in Hawkman, I don't think he'd last that much, that long against Zod. Um, mm. Yeah. So yeah, a nice little cool action, cool action pieces. Look, they're not long. But they're drawn really well, and it's just fun to see these established characters, except for maybe Vibe, um, you know, have a go at Zod. So that was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Because um, you know, there's not as much Zod content as you would think in Superman. He's he's yeah. not around as much as like Lex Luthor or anything. Um, and I'm looking, I'm looking at his. I just skipped over to Williamson's Batman Superman. Yeah. Um, and he's he's got he's got armor, yeah, and a cloak, okay. And the Zod is like a shield on his chest, but it just doesn't look as regal at, okay. or detailed as it does here. It doesn't um, look as heavy though. I mean, just I, I just remember it not. It, just, it doesn't. It doesn't look as good. It's also a very different art style on that yeah, issue. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's enough. it's not quite like the spiked armor that we have yes. here. Yeah, with the detail of like the yeah, like the, the cloak um, and stuff. The, the layers um, of armor, kind of like like almost reptilian scales. You know, kind of what I mean, along his arms. It's great artwork. Yeah, yeah, and really I'm, good. I'm pretty sure it's Tony Daniels, this guy doing Superman and the Authority right now. Oh um, wow! Okay, well that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> let me just check. So while you're, while you're checking that, can I ask yeah. then this lasso by Wonder Woman? It's oh, it's a- not. It's Mike Yannon. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this lasso by Wonder Woman. It's pretty. It seems pretty powerful. It can subdue Zod. So it can do I mean, that. the idea is that no one can break it. And yeah. that... So Superman, has he ever been... Like, I'm assuming he can't break it as well. He's probably broken it at some point. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, it just seems like something they would do, right? They would write, oh, let's write... Yeah. You know, and it's maybe... Maybe uh, Wonder Woman's lasso is like Spider-Man's web. Maybe like people break it all the time, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe people oh. break that." Oh, is that um, okay? I've, I've got to. No, yeah. but it, it could be like that because they always do that with these types of things, right? Okay, but I mean, look, for it to subdue Zod is pretty good. It's pretty um, impressive, I think. So, but then again, maybe he wants to. Maybe this is part of his plan. I don't know. And, and this is the first time that they've met, right? In this new fifty-two. Mm. 
Because that's that's different, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's quite different. Um, so that yeah. was a. I wouldn't say it's like a pleasant surprise, but it was like a surprise. It was referenced before this, but like a sort of cameo reference. Um, but they've never it, it's, they've never met. I mean, they're talking about you know he was my father. Like they're talking to each other as if they've never really met. So, yeah. No. Um. Yeah. They. they... Yeah, like Superman arcs hadn't dealt with Zod at this point. I mm. mean, like, a lot of a lot of like Lobdell stuff is this crappy kind of hell on earth thing. Um, yeah, which is a Kryptonian villain, but he wasn't Zod. Um, okay. But Zod does have his own special, like a Justice League special, where it has his origin story. Oh, okay. I think that might be after this. Okay, though I'm not I'm not 100 sure. Um, I, I guess what got me asking a question in my head was then who put Zod in the Phantom Zone? Like, if Superman didn't... Like, because I always associate, obviously, Zod with, with Superman. So if he doesn't know him, like, how did he get there? Like, who... who? Yeah, anyway. Well, it's, it's part of the story that's... um. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, how, how Zod got there and stuff. Uh, I... So I found a thing of Bizarro breaking one woman's lasso. Okay. But I haven't... I haven't um, seen superman breaking through it okay uh but you know yeah comic books <laughs> i know yeah it would be if you were a wonder woman fan that would be a bit disappointing isn't it like one of her defining features this unbreakable it's like luke cage's skin being broken like you don't expect it to be yeah well, someone taking your iron fist um... yeah i was about to, <laughs> about to say that but uh, i didn't want to go there i just want to let it be i thought the luke cage Analogy was a lot better. <laughs> Fine, DC. Um, so, if anyone wants the the current status of that whole mess, check out Sons of the Dragon, the yeah. more Office podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, so they're all kind of bickering. Uh, Steve Trevor wants Zod as a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. But Superman's like, no, I'll take him because I have a fortress yes. and he's one of my people. Yep. And Wonder Woman's like, Superman and me are. I don't think she says that, but she's like... Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, actually, Wonder Woman's like, he's my prisoner, yes. and I choose to give him to Superman, yeah. because she's the one who captured him. That's right. Which is yeah. fair enough, because... I guess this is a good thing as well. This is the reason why Steve Trevor's there, to show the impact of of Wonder Woman and Superman's, uh, I guess, allegiance towards each other. Like, yeah. she, would, she would even defy, you know, someone who I think she's had previously a vested interest in. I don't know what yeah. it's like in the new 52, but um, even Steve, Steve can't convince her. And so, so it's almost as if these, these two are, a, I wouldn't say like, like a power couple, which you see towards the end. Like there's all this media. I mean, this, this, this trade, this story arc, I believe no joke is called power couple. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, but that's, that's sure great. I mean, I, I think this is really good. I mean, like, so well, I is, think one of the reasons people were, yeah, apprehensive because that was like the advertising was like power couple yeah and stuff you know which is kind of what we we're talking about before and it's like well there's a lot more to this than just power couple yeah you know but I uh mean, sorry continue oh no but i was about to say like that is explored as well and it's addressed at the end of this issue like you, yeah. you know um superman is a superman a wonder woman finds out that um they're all talking about us and you see those comments made by the media whatever they're all talking about it you know about them being a power couple, and we're getting kind of like the behind the curtain look. Um, That's because, true because we're getting the talk between Batman and Superman. We're getting Diana's concerns about her relationship, so we're seeing behind that. Um, yeah, people people do just see them as this sort of power couple, but yeah, yeah. there's more to it. 
Yeah, um, so I think it's a really cool way to, to frame it. Um, yeah, uh, and and we're even seeing like you could you could say as well that with this interaction with Steve, uh, Trevor, and Martian Manhunter and all that, the fact that Superman and Wonder Woman say no, we're taking him, and off they go. You could kind of wonder what does Steve Trevor now think? Oh, these two. You know, oh, he's livid. Oh, yeah, that. exactly. Going, oh, these two, they, they're so powerful, they they think they can do whatever they want. So you're kind of getting that set up. You know, yeah. like not not just jilted lover, but also non-human aspects. Like, yep. you know, I'm these are threats to the government, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. exactly. But Super Zoo, right? Super Zoo, the, yeah. I love when he has the zoo. And I love, I love, the, I love the New 52 Fortress. Um, it's got yes. it's got the classic Silver Age feel, a little bit of Richard Donner in there. Oh yeah, but very much uh, with the crystals and stuff. Yeah, I, I love how it's like a, a circular. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if like it, it was like the it debuted like this in the Grant Morrison run, or it pops up before that. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a cool it's a cool little twist on the on the old fortress, you know. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, it's not this anymore, but it was fun while it lasted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's always good to see the menagerie as well. Yes. All the weird, wacky, I'm sure this is just at the artist's discretion. Uh, unless, of course, they're, they're callbacks to previous, which is which would they be pretty cool be, as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's one of my, uh, again, Greg Pak, he did a he did an action comics run. Mm-hmm. The, first, the first arc, I believe, had a lot of the Super Zoo in it because he... Got a big monster, but he, he was keeping it in a super zoo and caring for it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, it's pretty good. I I had to laugh a little at <laughs> Superman kind of selling it a bit. You know, uh, the screen can call up entertainment from Earth. You know, so don't worry, Zod. You're not. You won't go unentertained in this zoo. You, you can know? watch the bold and the beautiful. Exactly. Now. You can watch cable TV. <laughs> you can watch Netflix. Just, just relax. It's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Just gives Zod uh, a copy of Mind Kampf. I think he'd like that. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and again, just the way, again, so as I mentioned before, at this stage, just the way that Zod was carrying himself, being quite compliant. It's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I wonder what's happening here. Like, I just, I mean, like, oh, this, he, he seems pretty good. Like, I had at this stage forgotten all about the, the beginning, but, um, yeah, the yeah. murder, the, the squashing of the head. Um, yeah. But yeah, but, but then Wonder Woman here, I mean, I guess this is the end bit which ties up from the beginning. And so, what do I get, uh, Clark for Christmas? You know, she's got this message. Get something that's thoughtful. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter how what, cheap or whatever it is. It just as long as you've made it a thoughtful gift. Let's make him a rhubarb pie. You know, <laughs> it's like his mama used to. Um, yeah, and uh, and so she gives Clark the gift of. I was waiting for her to give him the gift of the gift of battle, like Hercules, and just punch him. <laughs> like, yeah, have it thee. Here is my gift to you. No, he, <laughs> no. he give her. He give him his. Uh, he give him her girdle. <laughs> you you know. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here oh, you yeah. go. Yeah. Is this a reference I'm supposed to be getting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she gives him the gift of not not having to worry for a while, which, to be honest, I thought was a pretty lame gift. <laughs> oh, see, I I was the opposite. I thought, oh, that's pretty good. Well, I've I'd seen this before. What do you which, get for the man who has everything? I a know. Break, well, right? we've seen this before, though. I mean, I heard, I remember this before from the Jurgens. Uh, action 
1000 issue where to commemorate Superman, um, didn't all all the Justice League say something along the lines of you know? Don't oh yeah, worry. we got this for a day. Yeah, yeah, but this is before yeah. That. I know, I know. And I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure, mate. I can't speak 100 percent to this, but I'm sure this has been a gift that's been given to Superman before this. Yeah. But I can't, yeah, 100 percent speak to that. It just feels like something that would have happened. But I like, I like this. I like that idea as a gift. And um, in the new uh, Superman Wonder Woman as well. I think that's the gift that the new new Wonder Woman gave to John at the end of that story. It was like okay. she um, remember you had to keep firing that black hole gun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did it that morning, so he didn't have to. Yeah, you know, I, I think I just think it's a nice, nice little trope. I'm not sure if it's around enough to be a trope, but yeah, like, uh, yeah. yeah, well, maybe that's it. it. Maybe it's because like I have, yeah, I don't know. I just thought. Mm. I was expecting something like it wasn't a build up to it, but you know, the replicate that she... bottle, City of Candor, a thousand dollars. I mean, come you, on, you... That, that's better than her other gift, right? Like the the bottled City replica, like <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um, I don't know. Once all my gift give, giving history, give give him her lasso. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> they just him... give it to him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't all star Superman. You can be one woman for a day. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that that was a cool gift. Like that was a cool gift. I thought that he gave Lois. See, that is it was a good something gift that you would not look expect. at the appreciation she gave him for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, look. It's not terrible that it was this. It was just that I I was a little underwhelmed by right. the actual gift at the end. Um. Because because then like. <laughs> a moment later, uh, well, yeah, he doesn't get the day there's off. Trouble, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And I guess that's the other thing to consider is that was used to set this moment up as well because he doesn't get a break. I um, I hope because that... he has to deal with paparazzi now. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, I hope that Diana actually draws up a fake certificate and go, look, you know, you're not you're not getting it now, but later on, here it is. I owe you. I owe you. You know, you'll get your break day later off. on. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, because you know, he just got shortchanged a Christmas gift. Unacceptable. <laughs> so, not not Diana's fault, but just the world's fault. Um, so, for all listeners, Zod not on board with getting a day off. <laughs> L on board with getting a day off. Um. <laughs> they give him something better. I said, give him a hundred bucks. <laughs> Look, is is that that powerful? But can he make money? No. So give him some money. I mean, he's he is. I don't know if he is now, but you know, he he was living. This Superman was living in a really crummy apartment for a yes, while. Exactly. Uh, give him a give him a condo. Freaking hell! Yeah. What does she have? Uh, I don't know if she has money. She probably does. She does. Uh, like, doesn't she have all these riches and? I don't know. She seems to come across as a very wealthy person. The fact that n- neither of us have brought up sexual gifts yet. Is pretty impressive, I have to say. Well, I think, yeah, we've both, yeah. <laughs> Let's face it, you and I have both probably thought that, but we refrained, so that was good. Um, I, well, actually, it just popped into my head then, like I didn't oh, think okay. of it. So okay. that's what I thought it was impressive. Yeah, um, oh, okay. Very, very, very good. Um, yeah. So anyway, as you said, it could it could have set up for the, you know, um, hold the phone moment at the end, Superman yeah. getting all these uh, things... Next, I love these com- these comments. <laughs> these comments, like she's so hot. Um, oh man, like Jesus, yeah, yeah, just already the fastest trending topic in history. Uh, what was the other one? Let's see. 
first step towards world domination. So, so there's a lot of a lot of differing thoughts about this power couple, as we've already. Oh seen. yeah, it's stuff you read off crappy magazines, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just people speculating. You know, he is keyed into. Oh, that's it. Actually, look, Superman would have a hard time these days because everything's done over the keyboard. So his super yeah. hearing would not help him at all. You know, can there you imagine? A, Sorry. There was a pretty funny um, story in Superman Red and Blue. I've read issue five for all who are curious. It was good. It was but good um, in, uh, I think it was issue four or something, the payoff isn't as good as the setup, but the setup is like all these YouTube vloggers are jumping off buildings in Metropolis. Oh, to what? get clicks and views because oh, they wow. know Superman will save them. Oh, wow, cool. <laughs> I think that is hilarious. Like, that's such a good setup that for is a, a good Superman setup. story. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, that's a very – yeah, they're idiots. Like, they do uh, – yeah. but uh, the payoff isn't so good. But, like, it, oh, was, okay. it was a fun setup. Just speaking of Superman interacting with, like, internet yes. idiots. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that uh, a like mini – comment. Oh, sorry. Um, no, that was just one of the sh- stories in the – um, oh yeah, but is it, yeah, is that an yeah. ongoing series, Red and Blue, or is it a mini? Uh, no, next issue's the last, last one. one. Okay, yeah, yeah. So six issue mini series. Mm-hmm. I'll be getting the hardcover. Nice. Hopefully, it'll be a hardcover, but I'll definitely be getting it. I Has really like the art. Been good, or yeah, it's okay. generally been really good. I mean, like okay. it's an anthology, so it's a bit. The first issue I thought was a bit hidden. Oh, I love anthology, so yeah. yeah. It's generally like all of it's been really good, just okay. varying degrees of good. There might okay. Like issue three to five, all of them have been stellar, you know. Okay, nice. So, cool. And like, man, I've been, you know, this is Superman related. Like, I've been enjoying this Superman Red and Blue more than any of the other Superman stuff I've been reading. Oh, like, nice. I know, yeah. I know Philip Kennedy Johnson's getting a lot of hype, and it is good. Okay. But I've been just enjoying this a lot more. Like, I can sit down, you know, when I sit down and read Philip Kennedy Johnson, I'm like, oh, okay, what happened last issue? Because yeah, it came yeah. out. I got it like a month ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that, right now I've got to remember the story, and then I'll read this issue. Yeah, but with these, it's a nice, nice feeling book. I can pick it up. Yeah. All of these stories are standalone. The artwork is like you know, just the the red and blue color schemes. It's just relaxing mm-hmm. to read. Yep, and oh, the, you know, yeah, some beauty. I'd, I'd love. That's why I love reading anthologies as well. They're yeah. just. There's, it's a different. Uh, it's a different experience altogether than reading serials. Yeah. I mean, and and like you're saying about the Philip. Um, K. Johnson stuff. What's his yeah. name? Sorry, is that it? Philip K. Phil Johnson? Kennedy Johnson. Phil Kennedy. Yeah, Phil yeah. K. Johnson. Um, I mean, that's for any title. I mean, I'm always oh, yeah, like, that, that's not his fault. Yeah, that's yeah. Every... It's it's like yeah. a month goes by and it's like, oh, what happened again? <laughs> like, you know, like even if the run's really good, it can be hard. Absolutely, uh, especially if you've got multiple titles. I mean, you got to retain storylines. Between... So? You know, between some issues, I read like an entire novel. Or a book, yeah. or an epic yeah. poem, you know. Exactly. <laughs> like, so how do you, you know, you're not. It's it's pretty. Yeah, serials. Are, I mean, I love. I, I read, don't get me wrong. I love serials as well, but like, they're different. You have to re- really. I was at a stage where you know, before the new one come out, I'd always pick up the the last issue again and just reca- rehash, mm-hmm. recap. I'm sure a lot of people yeah. do that. Um, but yeah, yeah. There's, there's no way they can remember like a month ago. No joke. I read the Iliad and the Odyssey in between issues of yeah. Batman Superman. <laughs> yeah, well, there you <laughs> go. So yeah, that's exactly. a lot of stuff I'm reading in between, right? Exactly. And um, that affects your brain, you know, in that way. And, you know, and it's, it's lot... just, it takes so long for, you know. Yeah. Um, and look, they need the time, right? Of course. To do this. Of course. Yeah. But it's, it's just, 
I mentioned this last episode with Adam, like it's just becoming frustrating to keep up with ongoing titles, which is why I'm glad that I have less ongoing titles to keep up with. Yeah. You know, like mm. soon all I'm going to have to keep up with is action comics and Star Wars. Like yeah. that's it. Yeah. You know? And that's great, uh, isn't it? I mean, yeah, that's, it's so cool. I mean, but then again, then you have this wide expanse, like, you know, you can read other, you can read other stuff or you've only got two issues to look forward to every month. You know what I mean? Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Whoops, but uh, red and blue, very enjoyable. It's yes. been relaxing every time. I've just been thoroughly engrossed. A, a lot of stories about like parents. Okay. Whether it be, you know, crypts on parents or the kids, mm-hmm. you know, it's just interesting. Like, because obviously these guys get to write whatever they want, and just to see what people write about, mm-hmm. um, like what they get from the character, you know, yeah, um, it's just interesting. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. there's been a story with the Kents in like every issue, and there's been a story about him being a soul survivor from Krypton. I think every issue as well, or almost mm-hmm. every issue. So okay. obviously, those aspects resonate with people in some way mm-hmm. or another because it's like i was talking about that book about superman and folklore and it had a whole chapter dedicated to um just the just getting like random subjects and exploring what aspects of superman they relate to and a big one was father figures yeah through Jorel or a sense of being an outsider like those i think were the two ones that came up the most yeah um, so I, I find that kind of stuff interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And some people probably get into him because he can punch really hard. That's cool too. <laughs> I'm down with that. But, you yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing, yeah, uh, you know. I love that aspect of it as well. Hmm. Yeah. Good old slugfest. But he can't outpunch Muhammad Ali. Spoilers. <laughs> the uh, sportsman of the 20th century. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so at one point, he was the most written about person in history, I think. Really? Cool. Yeah, yeah, I read that somewhere. Um, anyway, uh, that was the issue. Yeah. Um, uh, it ended with, uh, yeah, Superman overhearing everyone. That, that that one comment's nice. Good for them. You know, that, that should be the reaction, right? Yeah. Good for them. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, good for them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, the issue was, was, was fine. As, as I said, you know, it's part of a... a you know, a series, like a six-parter, I'm assuming, for the yeah. trades. Uh, but you get nice cameos. It's always nice to see familiar faces. Um, I think it's a good snapshot into this kind of series. Mm. Um, I feel like if you read this issue, you'd probably be able to decide if you wanted to read the rest. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. The first issue would be set up, so I wouldn't be banking on... You know, that would be a good issue, but um, as set-up issues go, I guess it's meant to draw you in, but um, there'd be too many, I guess, loose-hanging threads for that. I think in issue three, similar to cricket and apologies to US listeners, uh, out of the five-day tests, day threes, generally the most interesting (laughs) is when things happen. So issue three here, uh, you already get a sense of what has happened before, and and again, testament to Charles Soule, he uh, he's kind of captured that I think in yeah. the first two pages. Uh, then you get a little bit more of what's happening, things progress a bit more, uh, and and you are you kind of left with a situation at the end 
which will you know make you decide whether whether you like this or not. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, fun little issue from a you know it's a good run, uh, as in like the the Charles Saul part is good. Yeah. Um, a problem with I think all the Superman runs at this point though is they started intersecting uh, for a big event, so collecting right. them in trades is like. Uh, you'd have to collect the the tr- event trade as opposed to the individual trades. They didn't yeah. market them or do them very well. So, oh, okay. like for instance, you get if you get like uh, Action Comics Volume Six, it's going to make no sense on its own because mm-hmm. it's like parts one, five, and eight of Super Doom. Oh, really? Collected in a trade. Um, really? You know, I got it and have it on my shelf because I have all the other ones. <laughs> so, so it's like, not. Well, it's not sequential no that's I terrible I mean it's sequential as in it collects action comics you know X to X but those issues are like chunks of a story yeah, arc so parts, you'd have parts to get... 1, 3 and 5 or whatever so that's yeah that's pretty and that, that was yeah. I think a big problem with New 52 um yeah. storytelling um so then you'd have to like read one trade then go open the other trade and then go back to the other trade yeah so that that's why you would just buy the Super Doom trade instead uh, of um yeah, because yeah, there is a trade that collects the whole event, which will have all those issues in it. Yeah, it's kind of like the collect the complete collection of, of Marvel stuff. So they they put everything yeah. together, but at least in the little trades of like six issues, everything kind of works together. But anyway, anyway, that's that's strange. I've never heard of that. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pain. I, I don't have Super Doom. Um, it it it's a good story, but it's also well. Oh, it's 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 pretty okay, but it's yeah. not something I wanted to show out money for, even though it would complete my kind of collection. Yeah, that's of Nifty Two Superman. Like it's just not. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. A lot of people really like it though, and good on them. All right. Uh, it's, it's a cool idea. He's uh, if you don't know the premises, like he uh, he kills Doomsday, but then gets infected with like Doomsday spores, and he's kind of turning into Doomsday. Oh, cool. That sounds good. So it's a, it's a very different spin on that whole idea. Sounds like my, um, kind, of, my kind of story. There are some pretty funny moments, like when... Yeah. Because Superman's always arguing with Doomsday in his head. Right, okay. And then there's one part where, I can't remember what it is, but I think Doomsday's kind of tricked him into doing something, and Clark's like, no, I'm going to do this. And then Doomsday <laughs> just gives him, like, a thumbs up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> very funny. Very comical. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, should we Should we rate this then? Uh, yeah, sure. Before we, uh, um, what would you give it out of, oh, I was about to say out of Wonder Woman's squashed heads, but <laughs> God's Wonder Woman squashed heads. Yeah. There's a lot of things. Um, uh, yeah. Out of, uh, out of, yeah. Squashed heads. Well, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? I mean, you, I think you probably I think I know your score. What is it? Like, didn't you say this is like souls run. This is like, general generally um not this particular issue six and a half to seven so i'm assuming you'd give this a a six mm, yeah i don't know like i'd give this a uh like this just this issue on its own mm-hmm. yeah i'd probably give a 6.5 yep. or like a seven ah, I, don't know, I was one. about to say i was about to say that's about to say six and a half yeah yeah uh, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, look, you, you know, um, my initial impressions of this, I think I, I texted you straight away. Um, you know, I enjoyed it. It's okay. It's nothing's really, you know. I mean, it's a good rating considering you came in and just read yeah. 
you know. Oh no, exactly, and that um, and that's it. I mean, considering this is in the middle of something, um, it's a pretty good rating. Um, so yeah, yeah no, no, I'd give it a six. I really did love the art uh, for it. Um, I'm sure if I had if I read the whole arc. Uh, it would mm. be overall will be getting a lot higher score, but you know this is yeah. coming in cold. Absolutely, issue three, um, and like I said, I, I'm mindful, I'm wary, I acknowledge that you know there are things that happened, and I'm playing catch up a little, but I, yeah. I didn't mind that. But you know, at the end of the day, it's um, you know it is in the middle of kind of the story, <laughs> the story, uh, but it works well enough. It's got enough themes in there. You, you kind of uh, get a sense of the relationship between Diana and Clark. Uh, yeah. you, you get. Um, you know, a big, a big juicy dangling carrot at the end about the the couple, you know, um, becoming public, that sort of stuff, uh, and you get some action with Hawkman and Martian Manhunter. So, it was, and it had Zod as well. So it was it was pretty yeah. enjoyable. Then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's it's pretty funny that the big cliffhanger is like everyone knows they're a couple, yeah, as opposed to like Zod wrecking shop or something you know i guess like yeah. but that's that's what the that's the kind of comic it is though yeah exactly you know? well it's on the, um, it's it's like a relationship comic yeah, yeah it's on the tin um, like superman wonder woman it, it is on the tin yeah, yeah it's um, gonna be um with the zod there just in there for good measure <laughs> and similar to yeah. the cover he's just trying to butt in but you know um trying to tear them apart or you know yeah. figuratively yeah uh yeah so yeah. there you go there you go. Uh, enjoyable. Check it out, people. Um, it's on Comicsology. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check, check out this. Uh, yeah. This. This. The, these six issues uh, get a. This. This Charles Saul Superman Wonder Woman arc issue one to six gets a thumbs up from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, stamp of recommendation. It's yep. good. Uh, if you just want something a bit different, or yeah. you know, or you, or if you've been interested in it for a bit, I'd say just go pick it up. It's a, it's a good, good enough read if you can get it on the cheap as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and and it's like you know, um, it's I think it's light in a good way, and in the sense that yeah. you know, it, it's shared between like if you're a Superman fan, it's shared between Superman and Wonder Woman, so you're not going to really get. You know, really deep down into the character of Superman, but you you get deep enough into the relationship between. The I think two. you get enough so, of Superman here. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, but it's a shared spotlight, though. I mean, that's it. So it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so I guess I mean, you know, literally, I guess page time, if you can call it that, that's you know, true. Is, is less. I mean, you're not getting the full issues of Superman. Here. I guess as as a specific Superman fan, yeah, uh, I didn't notice Andor wasn't bothered. It was good, yeah, um, yeah. You know, so well, you know, one of the things I think that cropped up when we were, I guess, at least talking about Batman, Superman, those titles, mm. yeah, is you always like look at the balance. You, you know, does yes. Batman and Superman get enough screen time? Does one outshine the other? Yeah, exactly. And 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 so here, uh, I think it's pretty much on par both. So which is really good. Yeah. You know, so that's well, they they they're. I mean, you know, they're a unit, as it were. Yep. Um, you know, so good on you, Chucky Saul. What are you doing with Star Wars? My God, <laughs> just it's killing me. Yeah. It is killing me. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. I know people that love Charles Soule's stuff, so, you know, maybe it, it's a little for, for everyone. Um, a, a lot of people are getting fed up with his Star Wars. Okay, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not privy to that arena, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, people. Uh, I know a lot of people like his. Like, sorry, when I say Marvel, I mean Marvel. I you about except except for Star Wars. Sorry, <laughs> thought you were about to say Muppets. No, no, um, no. But like his Marvel titles. Um, yeah, I mean, I still want. I still want to read the the She Hulk because they say that that's exceptional. So I might. It might be good. Yeah, yeah I, I, I might check it out on um, uh, Marvel Unlimited. See how we go. Yeah. But yeah, no. But look, if anything, this as well as a Wonder Woman fan. Like I mean. Wonder Woman fans out there, I, th- I think they'll be very pleased with this as well, and and it's it's kept my interest in Wonder Woman as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I couldn't speak for Wonder Woman fans, but uh, I I I liked it. You know, yeah. I, I like her in these. Yeah, um, she's not just a rah rah kill or yeah, you know, some sort of uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I was about to say stereotype, but like, what is, what even is that stereotype? But anyway, um, yeah, yeah so. Cool. Uh, so next time, mm-hmm. we are going to be doing the Superman and Spider-Man team-up. The very first one, yeah. back in the 70s, I think. Exactly. Uh, no, what? no, 1981. 80s, yeah. We're ditching... Wait, is it? Ditching... No, no, uh, 76. 76, wow. So we're ditching Wonder Woman for Spider-Man now. <laughs> um... Superman versus the Amazing Spider-Man, the greatest superhero team-up of all time, the Battle of the Century. Wow. Uh, uh... That'd be good. I can't, I can't wait. I, I think that's going to be really... I mean, being a, a big Spider-Man fan... Um, yeah, ditto. It'd be, um... Yeah, it'd be just really... Really cool to see. Uh, um, and yeah, written both... by Jerry Conway. So. Oh, very cool. And and I mean they're both very likable characters, aren't they? Oh, uh, totally. It's yeah, like, they're it's both like... nice guys. Exactly, they're both nice guys. You kind of like you don't want one of them to lose. But um, I actually I, mean, I, I, I actually <laughs> have read this. It was a while ago, but I've completely forgotten. Um, so yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to reread it. Yeah, the the bad guys. If anyone wants a tantalizing taste, yep. Or do you want to be completely surprised? Um, yeah, it will jog my memory because I have, as I said, I have read it. But yeah, uh, yeah. Now let me know why not. All right. So the bad guys are Lex Luthor. Yep. No surprises, and Doctor Octopus. Yes, perfect. Love it. Yeah, they're they're both the mad scientists of. um, Love it. You know. One of them just has crazy mad scientists and multiple metal arms. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Ock yeah, is awesome. Like, I like him. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Uh, yeah. This is a bit of a. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Th- that'll be good. That's something we've wanted to do for a while because we're both like Superman and Spider Man. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and this is like. I don't think this is the first. Um, um, meet up, cross up, crossover. Uh, DC and. Uh, Marvel oh, crossover. Okay, wasn't there Superman Hulk? Wasn't that before? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I think that was the nineties, but it was just done in the sixties style. Oh, okay, yeah, that's probably uh, what got um, me because I remember it looked very old, older looking. But yeah, uh, what is the? I want to know what the first one is. Um, uh, the other ones I can think of definitely aren't preceding this. Um, Silver Surfer, Superman. Uh, then you've got Daredevil, Batman, Batman, Punisher. Yeah. They're definitely not. They're not. Um... I mean, there's like been a lot of homages. Yeah. Um. No, but you want the kind of official crossover. This is funny. Uh, in 1974, is the Savage Submariner 72 story from the Void It Came. Writer Steve Skeets unofficially continued the plot from his own 1971 Aquaman 56. 
Oh. The creature that's devoured Detroit. That's cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I can't find what the first that could be the official first one. crossover was. Maybe it is the first one. Could be the first one. I mean, I, I can't remember any other crossovers. Uh, it is, yeah. It's the first interfacial. Yeah. It's the first official intercompany crossover of Marvel and DC. There you go. I think, or of of recent decades. So I think it's the first with like the recognizable, you know, yeah. not obscure characters. Yeah. Um, Fair yeah. Anyway, that that's what's coming up for the next episode. Cool. Excellent. We're looking forward to it. We'll. Um, yeah. Yeah. So until then, uh, take a day off. <laughs> until then, yeah. Um, stay in the zoo. <laughs> yeah, all that. <laughs> all right, peace. Catch up. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.